Hello and welcome to Stop It! <laughs> now I have to start again! No, no, we're leaving that. No, we're Stop leaving that. Stop the clapping! Oh my god, okay, fine, fine, fine. Producer I'm episode. starting again. Okay, okay. Hello and welcome to Racing Incident, a Formula One and sometimes other motorsport podcast in an American accent. I'm Anna, and I am joined today by t- not one, but two extremely special guests. Is it a Formula One driver? Is it a team principal? No, these people are even better and even cooler than any of those people. Uh, we have with us Tim Rodriguez, who is our OG producer, who used to, uh, who has been with us since the beginning, even though we've not. OG is off <laughs> grid in this instance. Yeah, we've right? not been here that long, but nevertheless, he's been with us since the beginning. And uh, so, Tim, hey. Hi. Hi. It's good to talk to it's you. It's good to talk to you, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, listeners, this is actually the first time Tim and I are like talking on a video chat situation and not in our Slack. So it's it's super exciting. Now, we'll move on to another good-looking man who is our <laughs> latest member of the Racing Incident team, as you know from having heard him on an episode not too long ago. And that is our other producer. I mean, I feel like this is such a big enterprise now, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, the one dancing is who I'm talking about if you're watching uh, on YouTube. And that is... Mr. Flip Medley, hello again. Pow, I'm here. Okay, I'm doing good. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, just very quickly, a few bits of housekeeping, and then we're going to talk to these two fine gentlemen about you know everything, life, mysteries of the universe, whatever. Um, <laughs> don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which I just mentioned. Um, if you, even if you don't watch stuff on YouTube, just subscribe anyway. Because then that's another number we've got there as a subscriber, and that helps us out. Um, you know, we've got... Please make our numbers go up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, um, you, don't, you don't have to ever open it YouTube ever again. Just open it the one time to subscribe to us, and you're all set. Um, and, of course, hopefully you're subscribed to us on whatever podcast platform you listen to. If you're listening to us on just audio, which is fine, too. Follow us on the socials. We are on Twitter and Instagram, and they are both at racing underscore incident. And, um, you know, also something you guys could do is to tell people about us. If you have friends or family or anyone you know who is into motorsport, Formula One, you know, whatever, who is interested in hearing from people who are, um, you know, hearing from women, people of color, hearing from, you know, different kinds of voices about motorsport, which we often don't hear about, Americans, which even though now there's a shit ton of Americans in the space, I'm sorry to say, <laughs> but nevertheless, we belong. We're, <laughs> we're of course the best ones. So you should listen to us. And yeah, are, are we late to the game in terms of being Americans talking about formula one or new to the game? Uh, we're, we're, I think, I think we're somewhere in the middle. I mean, I feel like every other day, a new podcast shows up. Um, and okay, so we're increasingly OG is what you're uh, saying. Yes. That's what I mean. Yes, that yeah. is exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Every day we become more OG Americans <laughs> talking about F1. You are correct, Tim. <laughs> you are correct. 
Um, you know, so we're, yeah, we're like halfway OG. I mean, I think there weren't that many. There weren't that many because I, you know, of course, before we started, I did the like market research and <laughs> there were, there were, you know, several, but not like a ton. And now there's just. There were like, you know, maybe ones of other podcasts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah so, not you tens, know, tell people about us ones. if you enjoy what we're doing. Um, word of mouth helps a lot. You know, you could always mention us on social media and, and then or just to people in your real life if you actually communicate with people in real life, which I don't do a lot of, I must say. Um, otherwise, I'd recommend us to someone. But OK, enough of that. Uh, so, Tim, I wanted to start with you since you're the OG producer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so when you started, uh, when when you came on board, <laughs> came on board, you know, again, I mean, I should mention, of course, Tim and Flip are wonderful, sweet guys who uh, are helping, helping us out here for absolutely no money and no, uh, and, you know, but just accolades, lots of accolades, which is why. So many accolades. <laughs> many, many accolades. Um, and uh, so we. What are these checks that I've been getting now? Yeah. I'm surprised. <laughs> uh, That's must, from the day job. <laughs> must be those George Soros ones job. that, you know, they're always talking about people getting. I, mean, I guess yeah, so. I'm, that must be it. Um, so <laughs> uh, I should just try. Oh, Elon Musk is turning off and on like Twitter blue check marks. That's what those there you checks go. are. There you go. Like they're just like, they appear every other day entirely randomly and then disappear again. That must be it. I mean, you've... That, that's obviously it. That's you've, you've tapped into a fantastic passive income stream there, and now you should do some kind of seminar that you should charge people for. It's going to be great. By income stream, we mean, like, a little blue mark that flips on and off. Like, it's like, a, it's like an internet light switch. Right, right, right. It's no longer cool to have the blue check now. I've noticed that, like, there are celebrities who are like, no, it's, I don't it's want it. I don't, it's not what I symbolize. I'm not down with that. Meanwhile, oh, yeah. meanwhile... Quick point, did you see Lewis talking about having Elon hang out with him for a party and how he wants to, like... <gasps> yeah, he parties with Elon in Austin, Texas. Okay, but, like, what do you mean, parties? Like, this, is, this like, must have happened, he, like, one time, right? Um, he, I don't know if it happened only one time. I believe... It, I believe There's a clip on Formula1.com, and it links to a tweet where okay, he's talking... Okay, we'll, we'll at put it in the show it. notes for you guys. I will, yeah. I will look into this, oh, man. and now... Is this the end of Lewis Hamilton? Uh, oh, <laughs> my not, God. Nothing... I... <laughs> Lewis can survive anything. Lewis got Formula One to actually take a knee during national anthem, so he could like pretty I mean, much like take a dump in the middle of the street in front of my house. That was pointless, and, and not everyone even did it. So, you know. oh, I don't know. I feel, I feel, I, I, I feel like that that was a problem analogy there. Yeah, <laughs> same. I'm just gonna say that right same. there. The one about taking the dump in the street, or the one that the uh, the kneeling. Yeah, yeah, no, that one. Oh yeah. yeah, that one was terrible. Ah, it was great. I was just saying he he could let it slide because quite frankly, as long as he doesn't do it on my house or on my property, we're cool. But in the street, <laughs> that's totally fine. Let me let me rewind for a quick sec though. I do want to say I thought the taking the knee thing actually was was kind of like nice for me as a black person. I actually see like they actually did it in the whitest of all sports on the planet, other than hockey, <laughs> because like just which is the most Canadian of all sports. Well, yeah. <laughs> But it's also the most like Eastern European of all sports. The yeah, I mean, I it's it's too. basically cold weather places where people who have a bit of melanin are not or melanin. I forget how to pronounce the word. Anyway, it was, was it was kind of cool I was because let that slide. It sounded great. I'm like, wow. Huh, I feel like I'm learning something. Yeah. Well. Anyway, melanin. here's I've the thing. Here's Racing the thing about taking the is knee. an educational podcast. You all yes. need to understand. I, I, absolutely. So here's the thing. 
I thought it actually was pretty cool because, again, the sport, he is the only black person who's highly visible in the sport other than uh, with a Callum Nicholas over at uh, Red Bull who's like the one person oh, on their pit crew who's kind man. Well, I'm just saying, like, I mean, when people say they know a black person in Formula One, there's like two that are highly visible that we see it in a lot of different contexts. So here, somehow, Lewis somehow, Hamilton and his little brother. Right. But, and, his, and his little brother is like in what, GT or whatever? I forget uh, what race he's in. British Touring Car Championship. Yeah. Right. Because he just went to the event and saw him yeah. uh, get sixth place, I think it was. Yeah. So I'm watching this and I'm like, whoa, because think about what we saw with the NFL. Colin Kaepernick took a knee and like half the country like pooped themselves in the middle of the street. Yeah, I'm going to use that analogy like 50 times today. I mean, the NFL is a low bar for me. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) But but it's also like the most – like the NFL has to walk this really fine line of like realizing that half their fans think one way and half their fans think another way. And I'm like in Formula One, you've got people from like Estonia going like, what is this about? Okay. (laughs) So – I thought oh, like that's true. I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. So I mean, the fact that like there was actually even conversations, and he went around to the drivers and got them to actually like participate in taking the knee. I was Some like, hey, yeah. Well, the big one for me was Vettel when Vettel and Hamilton apparently became closer. It was around the time all that went down. So their bromance kind of kicked in with that, and I feel well, I like think it was before that, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. Because I, I know- mean, Lewis, Lewis, and Lewis and Seb both talked about how. It was when they had their running in Baku and whenever yeah. that was. The think that of the was, children incident. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, uh, they then they like had a talk or whatever, and that was like the beginning of their kind of closeness that they that then grew from there. Um, so I thought that was really sweet, actually, because typically when people get into some kind of an incident with someone, it's it, it doesn't exactly lead to a lasting. Verstappen, Ocon, it's still on. <laughs> oh right? God, yeah. Actually, Perez, so, Ocon. Uh, Ocon and everybody apparently. I mean, I never thought about it, but then when people point Leclerc, that out, a wall in France. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just Monaco like and just like France, that, we got but... haters hating on our podcast right there. Uh, I mean, that was me. It's fine. <laughs> if was, there's haters, that means there's people listening to it. So like, I'm okay with it, to be honest. Um, anyhow, okay, Tim, 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 Tim. I really want to ask <laughs> you because. You, when you started out, um, you know, editing our podcast, you uh, you weren't you weren't into motorsport, right, at all. I I did not consume any particular motorsport content. Yep, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then so and and that, is it fair to say you're like a burgeoning motorsport fan, perhaps now? I mean, I think I think I was burgeoning kind of like the first couple of months where I like mainlined most of the first season of Drive to Survive and then none of that was immediately relevant to the season right. that I also started watching. And I'm like, wait a minute, Danny Rick is in the wrong place. <laughs> and like watching Drive to Survive and then also Formula One of like that particular moment. It was just so jarring that I had to stop quit watching Drive to Survive. <laughs> Even for all that I love, love, love the reality TV extra special production around oh, yeah. it. And I love me some trashy reality TV. Wow. Um, I'm learning a lot about you here. I, oh, too, yeah. enjoy trashy reality TV. <laughs> I, like, the trashier, the better. Like, okay. Let's, let's take shit. a moment. Let's get comfortable okay. here. Let's, okay. okay. So, one of my favorites is called Extreme Dating. Hmm. And it's like it's a show that almost nobody's heard of unless you've watched. Some, Wait, like, that's not the one where people time. are like naked, is it? 
No, no, no that's no. Naked okay. and Afraid. Oh, no, 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 no. That's a different no, one. No, there's a, there's, a, there's a different one. That's the survival show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a dating show. <laughs> there you go. It probably... Is right. there really a difference? It's, although Naked and Afraid is definitely the way that people probably that, feel in a lot that, of relationships. That's an apt description of most of my dates when there I was single. There you go. There you go. That, you went on some very different dates than I did. Wow. Mm. Um, gotta live a little, man. <laughs> So the I've, the I've lost control of, of my own dating. Show. It's it's just like red flag o'clock <laughs> the whole time, and sometimes the dates survive it. It's it's okay, but this brings up a question that I'm gonna mm. bring it back to F1. Um, who <laughs> would you most like to go on a date with on the uh, out of all the drivers on the F1 grid? Okay, so when I got started watching. I start like I really got into Grosjean. I'm like all oh, underdog. I lo- I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and that lasted for about five minutes mm, yeah, before yeah. he left. And so, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Yuki's really cute though. Adorable. Adorable. Yuki is super Such adorable. A cutie. And you know you're and gonna get a great meal. That's a tricky one though. Like. I guess it's also like if you're factoring cuisines and cuisines into it, then you have to ask yourself, like, I mean, you're talking Groshan, that's French. You got Yuki, Japanese. I mean, Joe, you got Chinese food. I mean, you could break I mean, it down by culture. Like, Yuki actually cooks. Well, How many of true. those other dudes cook? Probably almost none. Yeah. I but mean, on Leclerc a date. plays the piano. Okay. Right? But we know yeah. that. And Hamilton is also a musician. Yeah. And, like making yeah. music, right? Yeah. So, like, there's. There's some very obvious, like, well-roundedness of them. <laughs> but, like, you know, way to my heart is through food. Like, Same. the music is a real close second, though. Um, <laughs> so you're going with Yuki? I'm going with Yuki. Okay. Like, I like Leclerc it. is not my jam. <laughs> I think it's Yuki. Okay. Flip? If we're, like, like, between cute and, like, well-rounded. Yeah. Okay, Flip, who, who are you going to go on a date with? Okay, first of all, it's not going to be the guy on the shirt. I'm not Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> okay, we're going to get to that. <laughs> Taylor yeah. Swift shirt. Oh, um. my God. <laughs> oh, we just became the most timely podcast ever. That's correct. <laughs> um, Taylonzo. Um, no, never happened. I know, but we can, hey, we can always laugh. It's, it's, we, we can, we can it's talk about it. It's up in the air for now, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. <laughs> Schrodinger's Taylonzo. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Dating. So I have to think back to like what my parties are when I'm when I'm single and I'm dating. <laughs> um, so if you're looking for someone for a good time, see, I think I think first of all, let's eliminate Lewis Hamilton. He's the type of guy like has you jumping out of airplanes. Yeah, I agree. He wants I agree. You, like he's just like too much. It's like yeah. just too much is happening. There, well, I don't so. think he'd necessarily do that on like a first date or whatever, but it would still be like. But you know, it, it would be overwhelming. Like I can't. I can't. Yeah. I just remember when Quickstop did the whole thing about like the where his piercings could be, and I was like, <laughs> you know, poor Nasha went. <laughs> he rode that so hard. He said that poor wasn't Nasha. a thing. Remember? Oh yeah, he said that later. But come yeah. on, come on. Speaking of first date material. Okay, so so okay, so I think Hamilton. He's too much of a you know like he wants to go clubbing every night. I'm I'm too old for that crap. So first of all, <laughs> he um, doesn't even like driving fast. That's what he says, and then he goes and, and, and like hijacks a GTR somewhere in Malaysia and like drives no, it like no, a crazy man. No, no, you're talking about. Are you thinking about Japan? Are you thinking about? When I they forget. Were, was that Japan. was that Japan? 
Okay. That but was amazing. And then do you remember that the rental car company like posted a tweet saying like you can't do that in our cars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which which I thought was hilarious because I'm like you're renting out GTRs. You know what's going to happen. Okay. Right. Um Okay. Quit beating around the bush. Who are okay. you taking on a date? It's just, this is very hard for me. taking you on a date, um, we should probably say, since let's face it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm the poor one in well, this yeah, context. Well, yeah, exactly, so, yeah. Gosh, uh, okay, I miss having hair, so <laughs> we're talking like Lance Stroll, LeClaire. I think I've told you that I believe uh-huh. Louis Vettel and Pierre well, Gasly yeah. all have I, I enhanced their hair. I don't, I don't, know, P- I don't oh, know about Pierre. I, I mean, I don't think I'm, I'm pretty sure that if really? you go back four or five years, you can find some post-race oh. footage when it's wet, and it's like... Huh. There's some, there's some, there's some, there's some soldiers missing in action on okay. that forehead. <laughs> okay. Gosh, I'm trying to think. I, I guess I'll just throw this out there. I'll just say um, George Russell, because wow, I because did not then, expect this. Well, let me tell, you, let me tell you why. Because odds are good, I would be the fun one, and as Grace would tell you, I have to be the center of attention in the relationship. Otherwise, <laughs> and George is boring as hell. I mean, uh, yeah. He'd be like, um, it's a really fun date, don't I you think, think? I'd be like, I yes, it was a George exact- has a whole lot of fun. Just I, like, uh, I don't know. Did you? There's the oh, you're saying you're saying he's, he's a freak like, in the sheets. <laughs> no, I don't think so, guys. I don't think so. But I mean, like, I don't know about freak in the sheets. Like he's still British. I exactly. And and what's more, but is like, it, like do you remember? There's there's. Do you remember even in that like clip where he's like partying or whatever? Like he's got like a drink and he's wearing his like button-down shirts actually opened a little at the top, you know, which is like, yeah, uh, that's as far as George is willing to go. And he's like, you know, got a drink and he's like kind of dancing. A little. Like even there, he looks like like that guy that you're like, what are you doing here? You know, that's it, it's just a no. But I, I, I understand what you're saying. For someone who wants to be the center of attention, that's definitely going to work out for you, I think. Yeah, I mean, I mean... George would be fun enough, but not too much fun. That's why, like, there's that classic picture of him partying with Alonzo, and he's, I mean, I think it might be the same picture you're talking about. It might be, yeah. And and, and it's like, you look at him, you're like, yeah, but the guy who's really having fun, who's the center of attention, is really Alonzo. Well, George is just there, like, probably getting tips on, like, so Hamilton's (laughs) your teammate. What do you do? What do you do? Okay. Yeah, this, I feel bad saying this. Of course, in a perfect world, I would say Lewis, but you know, as we've said, I would feel like it would be probably like a lot and I would be like too intimidated and you know, it's, it's, it would just be too freaky, I think. Um, and (laughs) while I really want to say Yuki, I feel like that would be sort of wrong. I already called Based on our age difference. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. I mean, if we're living this way, I called dibs. Oh yeah. Okay. (laughs) You let me go first. Sorry. I know. I know. I know. This is um, gonna be an awkward threesome here. <laughs> um, but speaking of threesome, uh, what I was gonna say is that <laughs> I, I might have to, I might just have to say. Please don't say Team Aston Martin. I, I'm gonna That's go with. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with Pierre, um, who recently has um, revealed that his nickname is Tripod. Mm. Um, <laughs> And I love how in the video I, someone else says you're the only person who calls yourself that. Yeah, I know, I know. That's that's probably that's probably the truth. That's that's probably actually true. But you gotta love. And it's because he's a photographer, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. You gotta love the the complete. Just you know, I don't think we would have um, many good conversations. <laughs> but 
Gotta explore the I space. I think everything else would be really fun. So, um, yeah. Um, I'll just go with that, even though that normally I, that would be, like, the furthest. From, I mean, I really also <laughs> kind of want to say Yuki, but I'll... Uh, uh, I mean, there's not, you know, there's not a lot of... <laughs> There's not a lot of great options when you really get right. I thought you were, I thought you were going to say there's not a lot of Yuki to share, which is also <laughs> going to be really funny. Yeah, well, no, there's not a lot of. I mean, Yuki's a singular individual, and uh, it's it's unfortunate there's only one of him. Um, I feel like we just became a Yuki Sonoda fan podcast. <laughs> I mean, I think we did. Well, we are, we are that. I'm gonna get a sharpie and write Yuki on my arm now. I, we must protect him at all costs. Oh yeah. So, but, but Tim, but like, do you, so do you, are you actually like, have you watched, um, so you've watched like some races all the way through? You've, oh, how far I mean, you... I, wa- I watched nearly all of them. Oh, okay. Season. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Like, I think I did not watch Australia. Okay. Live yeah. Well, that's a tough God, one. Yeah. <laughs> that was a hard, that was a hard one. I, I almost stayed up for it. Yeah. Well, you need to get F1 TV like us sickos and then you'll be all set. I have, but I, I generally, I, I at least, watch all of the highlight videos which are yeah those are pretty good they're pretty good and like yeah no and i like i I went super hard and i was like watching most of the practices and qualities then the race love it love it make the weekend out of it and Hmm. then last summer i almost went to the formula e event that's right near me oh that's right i remember yeah because they had it like in brooklyn it's like yeah practically walking distance Uh oh wow but um, I was coming back from a trip, so it would have been like the end of Sunday. It was like yeah. hanging out for some paddock time. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. this is this is not actually going to be worth. Yeah, if they the come back, you go. should probably you should, ch- you I'm, should see oh, if you can I'm check it out. Oh, I'm definitely going. Oh, good, good. Apparently, it's super inexpensive. Yeah, yeah, it's by, it's not it's by uh, any comparison. Right. <laughs> um, and yeah, no, I've I actually looked at um, my credit card offered me. Uh, early access to the Vegas oh. stuff. I'm like, oh, cool. Let me see. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, no, I yeah, definitely no. can't afford that. <laughs> I definitely can't afford that. Yeah. That's just, it's insane. that's just a ticket. Insane. Then not including the travel and the right, housing right. and, and you know, they're the going to jack up all the hotel rooms, you know, then I mean, all like... of the hotel Vegas hotel rooms are so weird. Right. But I don't think they will be that it's, weekend. <laughs> They're not. No, they're not. Yeah. If you check the prices, everything, yeah. like everything, I, I didn't because I stopped. Well, right yeah. After I what's saw the that. point? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's fine. They're like quadrupling, if not going even higher in value uh, during the race. So Tim, I'm oh, sorry. I got a question for Tim. Um, so as a relatively new fan, we just heard about Stefano Domenicali saying, you know, we want to make it more exciting. We want to get rid of these practice sessions. And you just mentioned that you watched the practice sessions. I liked watching the practice sessions, like like hearing about all of the things that they learned in the practice sessions. One of the really exciting things is that there's a great ramp up of tension. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in other parts of my life, I'm a game designer. And so watching like the experience and incentivization of games and how they are entertaining is a thing that I think about a lot. Um, and that's... I'll, I'll get to more about that when we talk about Formula E because Formula E is so weird. Um, <laughs> but the the ramp up of tension of from the first laps of uh, FP1, where you know they're gonna like 
kind of like take a slow lap around the real track, not in the sim and like not risky. And then they're going to find space to push. And then the next lap is like five seconds faster. And then the next lap is another five seconds faster. And you're like, how fast are they going to go? I'm so excited. It's like Silverstone is like, okay, it's like, okay, like a minute and 40 seconds. A minute 30 seconds? A minute second 30 seconds? A minute 18? And like, by the time you're getting to the race, they're doing like 112 and you're like, oh my God, it's so fast. <laughs> so that's one of the things that I really like about kind of like watching the whole set of those things. I think that's really, really exciting, even if there's nothing at stake. Yeah. Because like you're, you're getting to watch them learn the track and... Uh, and like, just have kind of like, let that excitement build. And you have like the narrative arc of like the weekend. That's not just like, Oh, there's a race done. <laughs> Cause like, you know, like you get to the, especially if like your driver has a, an accident in like turn one, right? Like, it's like, cool. I'm here for the race. Oh, great. Leclerc just like bombed out. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> there yeah. goes my two hour afternoon oh, i suppose yeah, right yeah. like and that sucks right? right but like if you if you like look at the if you look at the grand prix weekend and you watch the races and you watch them finding their speed and their pace and like getting their comfort with the racing lines and right and like that all of these kind of in individual spaces then you get to see the competition having all of this sort of contextual world building and background built up. And I think that's really exciting. So yeah. So well, like, Domenico doesn't know what he's talking about. I'll be curious which is to hear just... how you respond to uh, Baku this uh, coming weekend, because it's going to be the introduction of the new sprint format. Um, so for those that don't know, um, it's it's a, a complete change to the way that sprints are being done. So it's going to be. Uh, I'll be interested to to know if you do or don't like that as yeah. uh, as someone who is not who. I think it is different a little bit for newer fans like me personally. Still, I'm a newer fan also, and I mm -hmm. definitely am like, oh, okay, we can try new things. Like I'm I'm not, you know, married to it. But um, I do like trying new things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm okay Nikki, with it. I'm kind of like me. you know we could always. Just stop doing that then. If it's not working out, it's fine. <laughs> you know, give it a shot. I'm like the person that's always like when you go out to eat, people are like, now I'm ordering the thing I always have. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You got to try something different. That's, yeah. So. There's, there's like literally one place that I'm like, oh, weird. I've fallen into a regular order. And it's like a coffee place that I go to, the barista there makes the best Americano. Yeah, I mean, when something's good, like, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with getting something over and over again, but yeah. But, um... <laughs> I just realized how different I am from you guys, because I'm yeah. like, I have pretty much the same breakfast, like, four or five days a week. <laughs> I, I work in an environment where, like, literally, I have to order carry out, and I have, like, three restaurants that have, like, the same basic dishes. And then... <laughs> The rotation of dinners, we try to eat at home as much as possible because I'm eating out for lunch so much. And it's like, yeah, Grace knows that, like, spicy shrimp, the recipe that she makes is, like, chef's kiss perfect. It's like, I love her 20 times more when we have that dish. <laughs> I hope she hears that, but if not, I'll, I'm going to tell her anyway. Wait, Just, wait. So are you saying she listens to your podcast? You know what? Uh, yeah, she does. Uh, I listen to her. She listens to me. I've listened to her way more because when we were talking about how old the podcast is, 
her podcast yeah, is old enough. Yeah, they've been around like forever. Yeah, they've been around so long that like if their podcast were a person, it could now drive in Formula One. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Although that's not as old as it, as it used to be. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how old is that? Actually, school? it is. Old. Like Let's say they started in. Well, he's I think not it was even 2000, the youngest. I mean. 2003, oh, 2004, no, maybe yeah. at the least 2005. So yeah, yeah they've it's, been around a while. Know. It's actually he a really interesting. Is the youngest. It's actually a really interesting uh, question as to what's going to happen in the future. Like I've heard people theorize that now that the drivers are starting at such a young age, as compared to how it used to be, um, that they. The, some people think that what it'll mean is they won't last as long. That's an interesting, that's an interesting point because like in stick and ball sports, like you think about football, basketball, baseball, you want to get young talent on that contract that underpays them for the value they bring. Right. In Formula One and in motorsports in general, you're paying for not just the performance on track, but for the marketability and oh, for course, a bunch of yeah. other intangibles that don't really affect like necessarily how how well they perform on track and i'm thinking yeah well, you know how else Ham- would daniel ricardo have been there as long as he was Ayo. Ayo. <laughs> and Man, the ricardo you- fans are coming for us now um don't care don't care <laughs> watching that first season of drive to survive i'm like danny rick and then it was like, i know right oh no yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know netflix are a, a bunch of what mistake. um oh, that God. said i think he's still got one of the best personalities like I, uh, I I have a I, I enjoy I enjoy his sort of like upbeat Aussiness. I mean, I'm sure See? he's super fun to be around, and that that sounds that part sounds great. But again, I don't know not if his have humor any deep conversations. is always good natured though, because I watched this one clip of him oh, no, it's making fun of Hulkenberg, going Hulkenberg. Oh well, and that's, I mean, and I felt like and they were teammates at that point maybe. at Renault, yeah. and I'm like. He's trying to get under this man's skin. You know, he's just uh, needling him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've met Australians, right? Like, uh, yeah. That is a thing. That sure. is, that's a thing. Yes. Well, I mean, if we're Americans. under somebody's skin. <laughs> we yeah, do. Like, right, we are, but he's not. <laughs> no, no, what I'm saying is like getting under people's skin. That's like our thing, too. I mean, America and Australia are probably the two closest culturally yeah, in sadly, that regard. Sadly, that's <laughs> Right, that but like Australia is... I'm going to be broadly generalization. <laughs> Insult the Australians. Go for it. I mean, I don't know that they'd consider this us like they live in a land of like poison, right? Like everything there is dangerous. Yeah. You got to have like some sort of like dark they're, biting they're, humor. They're chill and about it. Boy, though. And they're, they're super chill, chill about, about it, it. Right. Like, like just everything has a little bit more of an edge. Yeah. That, but when you talk to them, like they're like whatever about it. Like it's a, it's a, yeah. it's like a nothing to them. You know, they're, they're just, you know, or, or at least, or, and I have, I have actually like a huge, huge, huge number of Australian friends. And, um, cause when I used to do the gaming podcast, I used to do, uh, when we focus mostly on mobile and casual games, they make really love, good ones in Australia. They're, I really, really love that this is like a cool, how many Australian friends do you have? Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean I've, I've, <laughs> I've, I've got one or two. Yeah. You know, one or no, two I've Australian got like a friends. Ton, a ton, of, a huge <laughs> amount. Um, and, uh, and, and they, people, especially that live in like people that live in like Melbourne, they don't even really see a lot of the scary, um, you know, like they don't, they're not going to see the scary snakes really, or the, they the brown recluse, but <laughs> we've got brown <clears throat> recluses. They've got like spiders, the ties of dinner plates. Yeah, no, it's, it's extremely, it's, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. I'm, I'm not even really, I'm not like scared of bugs really much or spider. Well, some bugs, I don't. Cockroaches, I'm uh, no one, but um, but uh, but yeah, they they Name it's the freaky podcast. out there. 
Everything's no, no, trying no. to kill you. So we those people are tough, you know. It's true. It's true. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Flip, I wanted to ask you about something that recently has come up that I didn't realize. Uh, that I did not realize that you uh, did sim racing. Uh, yeah. Which we recently talked about for some reason or another that I've now forgotten. But um, tell <laughs> <laughs> tell us more about that. Like, how are you? What are you like? You know, super hardcore into it? Are you are you like a Max Verstappen like out there like for hours and hours? You know, or I am so tempted to take the camera on a walking tour of our disgustingly dirty, cluttered house, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that because it's a disgusting, dirty, cluttered house right now. Um, <laughs> remodeling, it's hell. Um, so. Here's the thing. It became my pandemic hobby. So, you know, we're all trying to avoid getting COVID. We're all trying not to, you know, be exposed. We're, it's like, well, what am I going to do? And I'd start, and see, here's the thing. I got into the Formula One video game, the, you know, F, uh, it was called what, like Formula One 2019 or whatever, I think, when I started. Um, partially because, hey, Grace loves Formula One. I love video games. I'll play the game. And I had the racing wheel, right? So then I was like, ah, oh, this racing wheel is nice. But then I started getting good at it. And that's the so that's the mistake <laughs> is when you get good at something. Because then you start looking at the leaderboard and you're like, yeah, yeah, I could do uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. I could get I could I could, I could be better. So um Grace 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 had to deal with me becoming the guy who's like literally getting into the hourly races on a Saturday and a Sunday trying to up my score against like teenagers who had the reflexes of a pit viper. <laughs> and I got to the point where like, if I finished and I wasn't the top 5% on the formula one game on PlayStation, I was like heartbroken. And I mean, this was like something where she, she could tell, like, I was like literally becoming like the person I, I am not in any other context where <laughs> I was like getting angry and getting out of my, my, like I got the racing cockpit deal. Let's put it. I got that serious. But um, if you look You're at like AMG red, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But um, AMG Dins has like a real, real setup. Like he's got, right. a, he's got like the steering wheel that's like yeah, two thousand yeah. dollars. My whole rig is probably like fifteen hundred bucks. Maybe well, it's, that's actually it's probably nothing. two grand. Right. So it's it's like it's like it's like the guy who has like you know the mid level Nikon camera. He's not a professional photographer, but he can take a decent photo. He he knows how to adjust, you know, like aperture. Get some pro am. Yeah, exactly. So I'm kind of in that space. Gotcha. Um, but the fun part about it is I've just kind of gotten into VR racing. And like when I I have to warn you guys, when when I get into that, I'm gonna be useless to you. I'm just gonna be like, <laughs> look, just do the pod. Tell me where to start, where to end, and I'm just gonna throw it together and throw it over the fence to you guys because because okay noted it's it's I mean I'm gonna have to have a talk with Grace amazing. to try to prevent this. Somehow. No, it's it's too late. It's, it's already know. begun. We got PlayStation VR. We got or PSVR two. We got oh, a PlayStation boy. Five. We have two PlayStation Fives because of my addiction, and um, yeah, it is it is decadent. It's truly decadent. Okay, it's been great working right, with you. I'm gonna come and, over um... and like check that out because I want to try it out. <laughs> oh, it, it's. I also love racing games. I'm Formula not hardcore one. at all. Okay, I have to tell you I this love though. Games. There is a Formula One link, uh, link to this. We were watching, I think it was Autosport, and they were talking about something in the background behind one of the guys who's like, you know, giving this talk on like something about like sprint racing or the, you know some teams like upgrades. I see the PSVR two controllers, and I'm like, oh, I know what you're doing. I know, <laughs> I know what. You're, I know what you're about, my friend. <laughs> We're in that same world. Solidarity. Exactly. <laughs> Geeks. So do you follow, do you, then since you kind of 
you know, done it yourself. Do you follow any of the esports stuff? Yeah, no. yeah. Okay. So, so like, um, <laughs> it's funny because it all goes full circle. So we were talking about like, you know, as a black person, like seeing like, you know, them kneeling for the anthem. One of the funny things was. I got super like weirded out when I saw that James Baldwin was like a big esports figure. I'm like, okay, but when I hear the name James Baldwin, <laughs> right. I don't think about esports. No, same. No. no. Yeah. So, uh, but it was kind of cool because he's a guy who went from esports to actually driving in GT class cars. Cool. Um, there's all kinds of fascinating. There's all You're kinds of. You're still talking about the same James Baldwin, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. If he somehow I'm managed, sure that one's no longer with us. Yeah, I was gonna say if he somehow managed to become an expert sim racer, that'd be all the more reason to, to ask ourselves: Do we live in a fair and equitable society? Um, <laughs> That's all I'm here for. Yeah, That's what I'm here for. <laughs> We're, hey, I'm I, I'm just happy that we have like one black person in Formula One driving. Um, Amazing. Who knows for also how much I know, I know. Well, you go, you coming up. You goes coming up. Um, okay. But yeah. anyway, anyway, I was gonna say. Um, oh my god, Hugo! By go, the way, is like, have you seen him do? Like, I, I saw like a clip of him doing an interview after his most recent win. He is so serious. I'm like, what's happening? I mean, he he never smiles. It's it's I don't know. It's giving <laughs> like uh, I think I'm already in Formula One and I'm angry at the media already. I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or it may just be that he can't make any missteps because I mean I did consider that I figured that's probably part but even when you look at old like <laughs> see Lewis, see Yuri Vips for an example of what not to do <laughs> yeah yeah well n- not that he cares um but uh um yeah like he's so he's super I think it must be just that he's like super driven and super focused and you know like but I'm like I'm like yeah I can only commend you for that I'd be like you know cracking jokes which is why I'm. <laughs> doing a podcast and not uh, being a racing driver, but <laughs> you know, what's funny is I always think about like when you see clips of Lewis Hamilton, when he was like a rookie and he had Alonzo as a teammate, I always get a kick out of like the little jabs that I never knew about. Cause I wasn't in the front one at the time. And there's this one clip where um, Alonzo is talking about how uh, he found six tenths, you know, out of the car in terms of lap time. And he's like, you know, if the team just gave me more resources, I could do even better. <laughs> and then they cut to an interview with Hamilton, and he's like, well, you know, um, there's like thousands of people working back at the factory, and mm-hmm. you know, each each person puts a little bit of themselves into it. And, yeah. You know, if he says he's found six tenths, it's 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 probably the people at the factory, not yeah, not I've just seen that. him. I've seen yeah. that. It's actually wonderful because it's like Alonzo, because Alonzo's like taking all the credit himself. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, I developed this car. I, I do. You know, I was like and Lewis from the very beginning was, you know, it was it's not like an act like some people probably think it is when now he always like he and that you can see that even still with drivers who whether they've been in Formula One a long time or not, um, you know, they the, some people always mention people back at the factory, et cetera, And some never do. <laughs> you know, you know, what's funny is in the Formula One game when you're managing like the build of your car. After the race is over, like they ha- they have a, a little fake interview come up and right. they ask you questions. They're like, "So today you, you seem to be struggling with grip. You know, what do you think happened?" And like your answers often will throw your team under the bus. So it's like if you say, "Well, we just couldn't get any grip because you know it seems like the arrow was a little off," and they'll be like, "The aerodynamics team has noticed. The <laughs> chassis team has noticed. Yes, you know." And you're like, "Oh my god!" So at the end of the race, you're like, "I mean, that happens everything's in real beautiful. life. I'm sure to some degree. Like that's not you know that's that's like gamified, whatever. But like that's that's got to be a real thing. I'm sure I would not be too happy if I was you know working back at the factory and the drivers like 
slating, you know, the whole <laughs> department that I work for or whatever, or something is, you know, not right with the car. We've got to figure it out or the engine blew up and it's, oh, you know, this sucks, you know, like they're. You know. Yeah, Mike Elliott, we need to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Since you brought up Mike Elliott, I think that we should just. Talk about this now. Uh, as people have heard, there's been a technical shuffle at Mercedes. Mike Elliott has not been given the boot exactly, but he's uh, been, um, you know, taken out of the role that he was in. And James Allison is back. Uh, so uh, people have a lot of, I think a lot of people have a lot of optimism about this, thinking that this is going to be, you know, a major, major thing that's going to hopefully get Mercedes back on the right track. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm not as optimistic. I think as some people are, <laughs> I'm, I'm just kind of like, I mean, I hope it'll help, but how, how are you guys feeling about it? I got thoughts. <laughs> okay, go. Um, yeah, go for it. Okay. So first of all, uh, James Allison is a, fascinating person apart from who he is at Mercedes. I don't know if you guys know his backstory, like, you know, how he was, you know, he's been with, he's been with other teams before, including Ferrari, which he left when his, I believe his wife died. And, um, one of the, one of the moments that I actually kind of enjoyed when I first started watching Formula One was Mercedes would do these post race, like, like technical briefings. And James Allison would stand there in front of the camera, explain like what happened and what went wrong. He would yeah. answer like questions. Oh yeah, those are those are like famous. Yeah, he's, right. He's so really the, good at it. So there's one where they asked him like some Mike Elliott ones were <laughs> very well. I mean, they're engineers, so like, and and they're engineers. The height of that of that side of the spectrum yeah, of like, but engineers you know, can I'm gonna still be. Very, be... Funny oh, yeah. or interesting or you know. Hey, I'm a software engineer. There you go. I, I'm, See, they're you know, and you're I'm funny and talking about. But but exactly. here's the thing. They threw a question at him. They said, you know, um, if you were an animal, what type of animal would you be, or something like that? And he goes, Well, my wife told me that I have no soul and I'm like a blobfish. And so like, <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> what? You have no soul? It was, it, I forget the exact quote, That's... but it was something to the effect that he had no personality or no soul and Probably he was a blobfish. Probably not the first engineer to be told that. Um, and I just thought like. There. And I just felt so like it's one of those moments where you just feel like I can bond with this person. <laughs> I am okay with it. Why do you also have no soul? I mean, I don't understand. Oh yeah, I, I'm totally soulless. I'm sure. Okay. But um, but no, I mean, I when I think about it, I'm like, you know, that was just one of those moments where you got to peek behind the curtain as to like not just the veneer of I'm an engineer giving you the post race debrief. Um, he was like a human being, and then you find, and then we, and like Grace, Grace and I, of course, Google everything about him and his wife, to try <laughs> to, and we find that she had passed away, and then it's like, oh, okay, and then that's how I learned about you know how he you know left F one, I guess, briefly after his wife died, and then he came back with Mercedes. Um, so okay, will he make a difference? Um, given that he was burning out, and he kind of has agreed uh, the story official the official story is um mike elliott said oh i'm not cut out for this job and james allison said you know what i really could stand to be more involved and they basically swapped roles right. um if i'm expected to believe that which i don't know enough about what goes on there i don't want to no one i mean no one no one can say you know it's it's like 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 99 of the things in f1 it's a black box right like no one can really say for sure we, we right. can only speculate 
So I, I look at it like this. If it's really true what they're saying, that James Allison has this knack for rallying the troops and getting everyone to, like, you know, follow him, and he sets the technical direction, and everybody buys in, and everybody's like, yeah, we're going to kick their, you know. Well, then, yeah, he might. it might just be a case of this works out. Um, it might just be the wrong person I was in the wrong job. And I was looking at Mike Elliott thinking, like, I don't think he has the charisma of being an inspirational leader, but no. strangely enough, Blobfish, James Allison, <laughs> apparently does. And I can kind of see that because he's the type of person that um, he kind of exudes that sort of capable, brilliant sort of vibe. Mm -hmm. But I don't see it, you know, as an outsider. But if it's there inside the company, yeah, absolutely. It might, it I might. I mean, that is, that's, that's, the, that's the story about him, apparently, that, you know, that he has that kind of, leadership quality that people are that he can really rally people around him and get the most out of everyone and i mean that is a really important quality like that's it's you, a hugely important in that quality. yeah i mean in, in like pretty much any leadership position in any kind of workplace but i think especially in in a situation like this where you've got you know where this is their second year underperforming and i'm sure there are a lot of people you know who kind of you know maybe have their um heads down a bit you know and and are feeling you know, not great about things, even though Lewis has done an admirable job for sure yeah, up until, I mean, you know, earlier in the season where he was like, they didn't listen to me, you know, whatever. But like, but before they put that, the seat too far forward. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, they really, yeah, I don't know what that's all about, but, uh, but, uh, but, but he, you know, before that he was always like, you know, we're, I can, I believe in everyone. We're going to keep pushing. We're going to do it. You know, and it's like when he, a lot of the time he says that stuff and you really start to believe it. And I could see how that would work also on people. But of course you have to have the chassis team has noticed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but mm -hmm. you do have to have someone who's actually there, you know, at the, like Lewis isn't at the factory, obviously every day or probably not. I don't know how often he goes to the factory because he, uh, as you, we were recently talking about famously doesn't like the simulator. So he's not going for that. Uh, so he's probably only going when there's like some kind of thing that he needs to film or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I I'm, I'm cautiously pessimistic, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. So, which means that I'm not like fully pessimistic. I'm I'm yeah. holding out hope that you know because people do seem to make a huge difference. The this is in this in this business. It's you know I mean you could say that about I guess almost anything, um, you know any line of work. But it's it, it really seems to be hugely focused uh, in in Formula One on having the right people in the right positions and you know and I and so hopefully this will be you know I mean but again it's it's probably people who are Mercedes fans or Lewis fans or I guess George Russell fans <laughs> listening. Hey, I would go on a date with him. There you go. There you go. So you you're, yeah, you're one of his fans apparently. I mean, I like him. He's okay. Whatever. Um, He's friends but, with uh, Alex Albon. What's the hate? Yeah. Well, okay, fine. Uh, but well, Alex is much cool. Oh, maybe I'd go on a date with Alex. I'd like to change my answer. Lily um, would fight you to the death. And she's I, got okay, golf clubs. But this is an imaginary oh scenario, obviously, like, you know, uh, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> By the way, sappy, sappy love moment. Um, there were a couple of, I guess it was like a week or two ago, they posted photos from them going around Hawaii. Oh, like, they're so going cute. Going the wrong they're way. They're always so cute. Like, Did you notice that Alex is like holding her hand and like 90% like of the photos in the car? And I'm just like, oh, that's that, really that, sweet. 
Put a ring on it, man. End the suspense. I know, right? Well, I mean, I don't want to be like that person, whatever. They're still young, so it's fine. Also, also, they don't have to if they don't want to. That's they right. That's right. That's we right. accept all all approaches to They're both very busy. Love. It's fine. That's um, true. Yeah. it's But yeah, no, they're super cute. Love them. Love them. They're probably like the favorite couple of, I think, almost everyone. Um, well, other than Taylor Swift and Alonzo. <laughs> well... We do not have confirmation of that. Okay, come on. But it has been, I must say, like this, it has spiced up this uh, extended break from Formula One this week for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely enjoying the rumors and all the ridiculousness around it is super fun. There's actually this guy uh, who, um, he's going to come on our show at some point. Uh, we've been like chatting a little on Instagram. He's like a comedian out in LA and an actor and whatever. And he's been, he's also a newer American fan. And he's been making um, these hilarious videos about all kinds of stuff. And then like, so he, he, ha- he wrote a whole like Taylor Swift esque song that she would write about Alonzo and it's so good. And he's like singing it wearing a blonde wig. It's, it's fantastic. I'll put a link for you guys. Awesome. Um, he's yeah, he's, uh, um, his name is James. I think it's like Coker or something, but yeah, but, uh, he's, he's super funny and seems super nice also too, because I was like, I was like, yeah, we can, uh, I was like, would you want to be on the show sometime? And he was like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, and he said something he's like, I'll be the token, uh, um, you know, white guy. Uh, but of course now, Tim, you've already been the token white guy now. So uh, I'm half Mexican. So oh, like, oh, okay, true, true, it's, true. It's only sort of technical. All right, all right. Well, so then, yeah, then James will really be the first. I don't think he's he's uh, part anything. I think he's <laughs> as far as I know. I'll ask him. Um, but anyway, yeah. The <laughs> I have to tell you guys that as far as the we may as well talk about Fernando and Taylor because. <laughs> Um, I hear their names kind of sound good together. I feel like <laughs> that's I mean, that's Taylor's a sign a of a of a, a possibly <laughs> amazing the, relationship, that's right? That's that's really all there is to it. But like, I mean, the, the jokes have been amazing. The jokes have been amazing. <laughs> the memes have been amazing. Everything has been amazing. Uh, I I'm enjoying this. I'll be kind of sad probably when it's over and and we get confirmation that it's probably not a thing. Um, although again, it's still, it's still possible. It's still possible. I'm, I'm more optimistic about this than, than Mercedes, uh, situation, <laughs> which, wow. which even okay, if mean, that, optimistic in what way well, that is in that, and that it could be true because that would be amazing. And then think about like the album she does when they break up and like, you know, it's good. It's going to be so good. Like oh, be so good. The, the song like, material that's, that's is going to be fantastic i mean you know people already came up like this guy uh, who i was talking about who made the funny video like he he wrote these lyrics and but people also like people who follow him whatever also come and he made like a second one i think with other lyrics that other people came up with which were also amazing like so if if these if joe nobody on the internet can write amazing lyrics about this relationship then taylor swift is gonna surely you know do a better job even and it's gonna be phenomenal uh, so it, I, so I'm, I'm, that's what I'm optimistic about. I'm optimistic that's about what you're hoping for. that it could, okay. it could still happen. It could still happen. And, you know, because Fernando, let's face it, like he was dating this like uh, nice, normal age appropriate woman. Um, and then, and then turned out Aston had an amazing car and he was like, you know, <laughs> I'm a star again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, 
I mean, I don't know if that was the situation, but it just seemed like a little bit of a coincidence. I'm top 5% on the PlayStation leaderboard. <laughs> exactly. I could be even better. Yeah. <laughs> top he's, 1% coming up. There you go. He's like, I mean, am I, he's like, I, I'm not maximize. I've maximized the car, but am I maximizing, you know, this relationship and my ability to date really hot women? Probably not. You're- I always feel like there's a great reference from the league about fantasy football where they talk about guys who date someone who's way out of their league and they say he's outkicked his coverage. Uh. I feel like <laughs> I feel like there's a point where Alonzo's going to outkick his coverage. He's done it in his career, right? Like he's right. like, I'm going to leave McLaren, and I was he went from McLaren, I think, to Ferrari, or did he go to Renault briefly and then bounce? To Ferrari? Whatever. He leaves a team, he goes to another team, the team fails. Then he goes to that team, fails, because they always have a crap car when he goes there. This is the first time in, like, what, four tries that he's actually got a good yeah, car yes. and a teammate who's not beating him named Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I lose all the Alonzo fans, right there. But but uh, people, if you're listening, he's wearing an Alonzo t-shirt. So but it's gotta... Alonzo Alonzo sad because his car died on him, which is exactly yeah. what I was yeah, talking about. But it's the about. famous, you know, he's like sitting there sunbathing. He looks quite peaceful and, and relaxed, actually. It does look so extremely good... peaceful. Meanwhile, <laughs> this is, meanwhile this is... <laughs> I'm wearing a shirt from Taylor Swift's Reputation Tour. Which... I mean, guys, it's, it's a sign. It's a sign. One's wearing an Alonzo shirt. One's wearing a Taylor Swift shirt. It's clearly a sign. I'm just saying there are no coincidences. That's it. It's it's confirmed. <laughs> We've broken the news. But, we definitely uh, planned this, not planned this. <laughs> I think that's what's really creepy about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, okay, but actually, like I said, the jokes have been amazing. And I uh, there was someone... I talked to who I think even superseded all the amazingness of all the jokes that I've heard. And so I, 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 I said I was going to steal all of this and I'm going to steal it all from a friend of mine. He uh, may or may not work in formula one. Anyway, um, he, he's, I have he, lots of friends who may or may not work in formula. There you go. There you go. Yeah. It yeah. turns out. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, we had like this funny, I was like, oh, I wonder if it's true, you know, about Fernando and Taylor. And um, and, and he was like, you know, whatever, I don't care. But uh, he was like, as long as he doesn't lose focus. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, does he, he doesn't, because he kind of doesn't strike me as the type to like, you know, lose his head over a woman. Um, and, and, yeah, but and, Taylor's you know. amazing. <laughs> But you gotta realize Alonzo probably looks in the mirror and goes, but I'm also amazing. She could be out kicking her coverage to get with me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you know he thinks he's like the shit. Like he he you, you mean, know he thinks that. But not but not yeah. what's in the middle of the street, which we are not gonna talk right. about. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, so I was like, you know, he doesn't seem like that kind of guy, you know, he seems like he's like he's very, very focused, especially now. He's got a good car, you know, and all this. And <laughs> my friend is a guy so speaking from you know the male perspective he's like i don't know it's like you know men aren't great at keeping their brain engaged when the blood flows to their (laughs) penis and i must say i was like okay but what do you mean like that's you know yeah when it's happening or when you're you know thinking about something or you see it when you're surely not if there's like let's say it's not you know, they're not dating, most likely, probably, right? Like, whatever. You know, he's like, no, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> he had a whole <laughs> explanation for me. It's like, okay, let's say the rumors are not true. 
the moment he becomes aware of them, he goes into incognito mode on his browser and starts looking for winking material. Charming name for it, by the way. Um, and then when that process is finished, his brain engages into figuring out a way to give her a call. All of a sudden, those simulator lap times drop a couple of tenths. The engineer is puzzled. He starts trying a few crazy setups. Alonzo finally shakes it off. Ayo! Ayo! <laughs> and his lap times recover. The engineer is happy. The weird setup works. And voila, we're running suboptimal in Baku. <laughs> Fast forward to the end of the season, and people at Aston Martin lose their bonus because of a couple of points, all because Fernando was thinking about Taylor and things got a little bit, you know, unfocused and out of, I, I thought I was like, this is, I can't. Okay. You are two men as well. I've been told. So what are your thoughts? <laughs> I don't know who told you that. <laughs> I will neither confirm like, nor deny. Himself, but. <laughs> Just pretend you're like a famous, you know, whatever like you there's a rumor about you dating someone let's say it's not true do you think this is all plausible no okay. not at all but and I, I'll, mean, I think that like the story of fernando that you just told was plausible but like that's a really specific context <laughs> and I, a really specific ego i yeah. cannot believe that with the ego that you have to have to be fernando alonso or lewis hamilton for that matter sure sure that you think that there's anybody worth losing a few tenths off your lap time for. And I'll, and here's, and here I'll, I will use Lewis as my example. He dated the lead singer of the Pussycat Dolls, right. Nicole Scherzinger, right? Yeah. Yeah. Split with her. He has been linked to everyone. Like Chris, I think he was Lots linked to Christina Aguilera people, yeah. when they did that song with XDNA, with his nom yeah. de plume XDNA, right? They did, uh, Nicki, he, had, he hung out with Nicki Minaj before I mean, she got into yeah, her. He's hung out. So, like, so like, he is. There is a video that cracked me up that I stumbled across where it's like, um, I want to say it was like Gigi Hadid or somebody like that, who's like completely someone I was not thinking about. But they said, um, bad boy Lewis Hamilton is corrupting this young. <laughs> and, it's like, and I'm like, wait, wait, bad what? boy Lewis Hamilton? The, wow. the, you know, he used to be a little more, you know, that way. He's kept his freak on, on a leash. I mean, yeah. corn reference. Um, but yeah, oh he... Oh, no, just like it reminded me like I saw a picture posted in one of the the channels that I'm on of like somebody wearing like a, a corn styled shirt, but it said elote across the front. <laughs> oh, and I'm that's like, so this cute. is this is a joke for me. That's awesome. It's so good. I I'm love so it. glad you understand it. Yeah, no, of course. I love elotes. So I think. Just to conclude. You think that it's a no? I think it's a no because um, I'm trying to think of how I can say this without incriminating myself or people I know. Um, yep. I have traveled. It. It's going to happen. Well, okay. I, I, will, I, will, I will go to a specific context. I have worked in software engineering sales, and I have seen how certain types of personalities that have lots of ego operate. And there is absolutely nothing that deters them from that goal. That is like your brain can be compartmentalized. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can keep True. that part, that lizard part of the brain that's all about scoring with Taylor Swift. That is separate from the part that is out there making the money or doing the thing that, you know, makes you yeah. a valued member of society. And, and um, I don't think Alonzo's old enough to start having mid midlife crisis thoughts. 
I think I, I think, don't know. I mean, I think he, I think, I think he's having end of career thoughts as an athlete, but he's not having midlife crisis. Like, what is the meaning of it all? You know, <laughs> no, yeah. he's not, no. he's not, he's not laying awake at night thinking like, what if I never get that third championship? No, I don't. Well, think actually, so. he might be worried oh, about he's that. Totally worried about. He's, well, he yeah, might be worried but, about that. Yeah, he yeah. probably thinks he'll get it this year or next year or whenever. But I mean. I mean, in all seriousness, though, like he—I don't think he's thinking existential questions. He's thinking like career questions, and as long as that's forefront of his brain, I, I honestly don't think. But I, I, you yeah. know what? There I mean, are different. I feel people. like the focus of this sort of athleticism means that these are both the same thing. Like yeah. the existential and the career are—they're intertwined. True. Which, which True. is one of the reasons why I think Yuki is great because. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, that's one of the things I definitely love about him. Like, I'm freaked out by like those guys that are like, you know, I don't do anything else. Yeah, and I don't have yeah. any other. I don't have any hobbies. I don't have any. I'm like, you're a scary robot, Max Verstappen. <laughs> Max I'm Verstappen. Sorry, but yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. Well, time will tell. I mean, again, I really like. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm desperately hoping it's true because just the material would be unbelievable you want the memes yeah i mean and, and and i mean fernando is you know trolling everybody if people didn't see he posted a tiktok that was just him like sitting in a chair uh, and then he like looks up and winks at who's ever filming him and it was karma playing over it and i mean <laughs> i mean he's alonso's a troll like he's oh that, yeah that, he's like he's he's such a troll. but i mean it's uh, you know, is he is he just uh, yeah? He's probably just poking fun at it. Like that's probably proof that it's not real. But I mean, I in as much as it's proof, yeah. I think in a strange way, when he's like this, in his most troll like state, that's when I actually kind of like him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe it's true that you have no soul. All right, all right. Thank you so much for listening. We are a small independent platform, and we appreciate each and every one of you. Racing Incident is hosted by me, Anna Tarkov, and it is produced by me, Tim Rodriguez, and Flip Medley. You can find all our episodes on racingincident.com. Thanks again for listening, and remember to always keep pushing the limits. Charles, what's happened with Max? Nothing, just an incident on the race. Hello, and welcome to the Yuki Sonoda Fancast. I get a Sharpie and write Yuki on my arm now. I, we must protect him at all costs. Oh yeah.